obsession Most people like me don't reach their full potential Young black suffering inside their mental In silence, in silence Oh, what you What's up guys so this is a very special episode for me well this is one of the reasons why i started house of soul it's because uh there's a lot of musicians that go underappreciated you know a lot of musicians go too much under the radar and this is one of the reasons why i started house of soul and this guy right here guys like i don't i'm not even trying to cast him or anything but like he's this is my role model right here, guys. So, so like, oh, yeah, shucks. yeah, yeah. Everybody, this is Kimo Safe as a one of the best R&B musicians in the country <clears throat> that we have, that we will have. So, yeah, I mean, when you were growing up, you know, other people, like you are to me what John Cena was to many kids, you know, you know, like Lil Wayne, oh, John Cena, that, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that was the thing. Um, so yeah, this oh, man, is, um, no. I think I've lost count. I think this is number nine because like I've been working a lot. I think this is episode right. nine of the breakdown. Um, this is Legends yeah. Corner, Gold Corner, where we appreciate the greats. And I remember the first time I talked to you, it was uh, I think on SoundCloud. I think a few years mm. ago, it was on SoundCloud. I remember clearly the SoundCloud. Right. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to ask your opinion on my song. You never got back to me, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you replied. Man, you, know. you, you replied, oh. you replied. And then the follow-up message, you didn't. But then we also talked on Twitter and Facebook. So, like, yeah, um, you were always, like, you know, uh, open and welcoming and shit okay. like that. How are you doing, bro? I didn't ask. Hey, man, um, I can't complain, you know, just, like, uh, you know, keeping busy. Yeah, uh, doing work stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just finished uh, the recording session. Yeah, but uh, to answer your question, yeah, man, I'm 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 chilling, man. You know, God is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, so, so I'm just gonna. Start what about you? Oh, I'm good. How's it? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah. 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 Where you where you where you based, bro? Like where you at right now? I'm based in Joburg, uh, in South. Yeah. Oh shit yeah oh dope oh okay cool so you're here must. yeah I'm yeah here, these yeah. uh Just... keep in mind like this is i think this is like my second ever time using zoom yeah. so uh with yeah. yesterday i also had to like figure that out you know like <laughs> how do you use this thing yeah but, yeah i mean <clears throat> anyway yeah you were you were still saying bro yeah so i'm just gonna start on a lighter note i'm just gonna talk about good guys you know the song because sure. i'm gonna go back in front you know because i'm not sure no if problem. a lot of yeah so um with good guys like for me th- those are one of the songs where i know all the lyrics like i can sing it right now i can say all the words especially the second verse because it was oh, yeah. um it hits oh. deep because i've been in those situations like especially at the hey, time bro. when you are releasing it you know i was i was going through bad hey bro hey we're getting played back then. <laughs> We're getting played back is, then. <laughs> so, so like, yep. with you guys, like, um, did you go through it, or you were just writing it, you know? Um, so like with good guys, I'm actually let me just I'm trying to 
think of like uh, what the context was. Superman died. Da, 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 da. Uh, at the time of writing it, I don't think I was. No, I wasn't like yeah. going through it. But I guess it was. It had been. Um, it came from somewhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, yeah, I've I've been through that, man. You know, it's it's part of growing up, and that was just like my sort of interpretation yeah. of that unfortunate event in every man's life yeah you know <laughs> and i like yeah. how you guys um carried over the uh, the what you did in lindui because it's almost it's like a continuation of, of that song you know this is yes. this is just a more uh, what do you call it more melodic one or something like that so right no no yeah. i feel what you're saying yeah and then according to i remember years ago when i was reading about nights volume one according to an old slicker article like you used to be in his own words, or maybe the writer's own words, he used to be an angry, troubled rapper who turned to an uh, R&B singer. Yes, right. so he used to be a rapper. And then the last week, no, this week actually, on Wednesday, I had I recorded an episode with some of the, the rising uh, R&B stars right now, Nana, Leo Brennan. So I had an interview with them, and you also talked about how, when you were growing up, man, like being yeah. singer doing R&B was like not fancy you know when you said you want to sing people were like you know you're soft you know it's feminine you know you're not cool what was that uh was that a thing you grew up with like that maybe made you go into rap first before you go into R&B like did you go through it um so the R&B thing actually came after uh the rap thing i like to say um i evolved into the r&b thing and for some reason like rap folks kind of get offended by that sentiment and i totally get it but this is to say that like look man um what i mean is um so at the time when i was rapping i'm sure you're aware i was also like experimenting with like singing my hooks and that sort of thing yeah so uh the decision to like you know go full on r&b uh was just based off of you know i wanted to do more of that you know i wanted to experiment because like i can rap yeah you know i can write and put in there i want to do something with that requires more technical you know ability because like with rapping there were certain things i could get away with you know what i'm saying yeah um in terms of not necessarily in terms of content but just like you know like you can be offbeat a little bit this that and third but when it comes to like doing it's like entering into a new realm it's like just the same as if i what i decided to do maybe rock or something like that yeah i'd have to acquaint myself with all the nuances of the genre you know and sort of uh what's the word i'm looking for i'd have to um yeah i'd have to go through the what you call this thing the trials of that uh of that genre yeah in order to become it but then also, man, the idea to quit rapping was because I got sick of motherfuckers always talking about, yo, you got to rap in the name. Uh, whatever, whatever. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Here's the thing with like um, rapping in the neck and just the whole the neck thing, although it's an old argument. It's like, huh. in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, but I mean, that wasn't like how I grew up, you know? I, I didn't grow up mm. on quite or I didn't yeah. grow up on so you know, if I decide now to, you know what I'm saying, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, I decided to do the singing thing just because I wanted to do more of the hook stuff I was doing and challenge myself. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. Go, go for like ahead. a long time, you know, 
you are one of the few soul R&B soul one of the few that really did it like that and that's why I think I became such a huge fan because all all of the people that I listened to at the time were international yeah. and then you came along right. you know there was our light first started with bit it all and I was like okay and then I think I listened yeah. to a house song but like you you did a lot of house back then and I think you still also do it you know um, so tell me more right. about your background in house. Did you do it before R&B started? Uh, hey, hey, bro, may I believe in honesty, right? Honesty yeah. is the best policy. I did house for the money, you know, <laughs> because like everything else. No, yeah. check it out. Like, I mean, granted, it was like, ah, but I mean, yeah, that's why I did it. It was like for the for the cash so that I could like feed yeah. into my thing but yeah yeah but like with me i've always been a hip-hop guy so much so i was like one of those hip-hop guys that was like you know it's hip-hop or nothing it's Mm. you can't have hip-hop and house you know what i'm saying so it was like that up until you know i got into the game and then you know with the singing thing it allowed me to get into more things don't get me wrong like i mean i respect like house music and i enjoy it sometimes but no it's that's not my genre it's just something that i did you know because yeah. i could and yeah you know what i'm saying but i know i don't have a house background yeah like i also kind of grew up like that because um believe it or not i used to be i used to be one of the biggest ho- uh, hip-hop hits like for, like for real you know like when people yeah. talk about hip-hop now like this they don't have the same passion i used to have like back then people used to laugh at us and call us Abo, Abo Nigo, oh, you know, yeah. hip-hop boys. <laughs> we used to sag our pants, we used to read Hype magazine, the bag, blog magazine, babes. You know? Like, we used to live that culture and, like, it's crazy how we've totally transformed into R&B fanatics, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm actually glad because were kind of also helping grow our R&B industry also, you know. Um, I remember, right. this is a story I've always wanted to know. I remember uh, when you were doing Nights too, right? Yeah. Dropped a few songs, dropped a few songs, dropped a few songs. And then you posted a picture where you were in the boardroom. And I think the picture uh-huh. of Nights Volume 2 was there and said listening session, right? So in the boardroom and everything's going well. Yeah, everything's going well. Everything's going well. And then, so you released a few uh, few songs in preparation. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. um, on release day, okay, cool. Just a no, uh, great day. Check on my phone and check everywhere. There's nothing. There's this other guy. Uh, he's a colored guy. I'm not sure if you know him, but like he's also like a huge fan. So me and him we used to talk sometimes. And then he also texted, he actually texted me. I was like, dude, he came over, I released the project. I was like, no, I checked everywhere. He also checked everywhere and then okay the ep was not there so went on your twitter account just deleted i didn't have instagram uh then so i don't know if you had deleted that too but then mm. so uh, me and him went back and forth and then he decided you know what it's gonna call the label so um from from, from the morning it was like calling the label calling them calling them and then finally somebody picked up a lady picked up white lady picked up and then the lady picked up and she was actually very surprised, very surprised that, you know, somebody was calling in the Oxford Camo. 
And then, so this lady was so surprised and then she listened a while and then she just dropped it. And then Magai called, I think a few times afterwards, but then there was no response. And then yeah. it was like, he told me what happened. And then I was like, you know what, man? let me go to Facebook. So I went to Facebook, I DM'd your brother. And I think after a few hours, he was like, okay, um, so Kim was okay. He's going through some shit right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was the story. Before we even talk about that, that period of events, I want to know what the label had promised you, uh, what, they, what they promised you, why you joined them at the time that you joined them. Because I feel like you were also kind of doing very well for yourself. You know? Like if I look back yeah. in those days, I mean, you have a lot of house songs that were good. You no, know, I even saw a track with Mac G back then in the days, you know. What did they promise yeah. you? Why did you join them before we even go into that day? Uh, you know what, Doug? Like, um, it, well, you know what it was. Um, yeah. They reached out. Uh, wait, no, let me think about it. So, it wasn't a matter of anything that they necessarily offered me. Mm. I just felt like, um, you know, it was the right place for me at the time huh. when, because they approached me, like I was the one who was, you know, I'm not the one who had to like, you know, go knocking on doors. So yeah. that already felt like, you know, the right thing, um, the right way to kick things off for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, uh, to answer that question, there wasn't anything offered other than, you know, just that reaching out, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So now going yeah. to that day, so can you please tell us the events that happened, you know, before, you know, on the day, you deleting your socials, if you're not going out? So, you know what it was? Yeah. Um, my... My time with Gresham, you know, in retrospect, as I look back, uh, it was one of those moments that taught me, you know, that, hey, man, like, check yourself, you oh. know, attitude-wise. You know, uh, let me put it to you like this, in not so many words. I feel like during my time at Gresham, we yeah. could have probably done, like, you know, some dope shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But my mind at the time was not in the right place. No, my attitude was not in the right place. And, uh, you know, I learned this obviously through, through my own experiences and realizing that, you know what, you know, this, that, and the third. But leading up to those events, there was, yeah, there was just a whole mess on my side of like, uh, what can I say? I really... I can't remember fully like what happened that time, but all I can tell you is, as uh, Bandila told you, I was like going through some shit like during that period of time, just yeah. because of like yeah, a lot of personal shit yeah. that you know unfortunately seeped into my work, and yeah. you know everything yeah. was affected. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. what happened that day. Yeah, finally I got to know. And yeah. in the lead up to the project, you know, you released uh, quite a few songs like, like Pray For Me, uh, Pretty Woman, Setting Sun, More Than You For Life and Someone Else. And now mm. these ones were not in 
the uh, Nights 2 that you, that you uh, released? Was it because of maybe red tape or something because you had released it under the label that you couldn't put into your project or you just felt that they didn't fit into the project? And also, I'd like to say that also uh, you had released a snippet of You'll Never Know while you were still you know, in that process. So right. how did you get to release? Um, you'll never know if maybe there was red tape or something like that. Um, so uh, what I can tell you is, uh, oh, so first of all, with those those songs that were released, uh, you're correct in that that um, those were songs that were you know released during my time um, with the label. And then I'd released Nights Volume 2 um, shortly after, you know, I was no longer with the label. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it's a combination of all those things. Like, you know, I didn't want, like, I didn't, I didn't want to initiate any red tape if there was any, which there probably was. Yeah. And at the same time, I'd worked on this, like, new music, you know, from start to finish. Uh-huh. And I felt like, you know, it's, it's, it's own thing it needs to be its own thing and it was recorded in a certain space yeah. you know which it can't share <clears throat> with that other stuff i guess legally as well as also just like sonically you yeah. get what i'm saying yeah so i had actually recorded i was recording um nights volume two during my time with gresham up until the termination so between that time uh and it's because i was that was stuff that i mean like all my stuff i record by myself like in my studio you know so that was never like a you know what i'm saying issue as such it's just with the other tracks uh since they were released directly through you know the label that was a different sort of um set of rules yeah and afterwards you were still kind of in that bad space because i remember you you released remix of yeah. I think Sad by X. I think it was Sad by X and another oh. by Sad Lo-Fi songs. I remember, you know, yeah. even, even the write of the article was like, you know, um, it sounds like it's going through some shit. This is um, not really what you would expect from him. Because I remember those two songs. You know, the funny thing with those songs is, is like they were not intended to like you'll notice I didn't even like post them or yeah, I don't know if I did, probably didn't. But yeah, bro, it was just that thing of like, you know, venting in a way yeah. that I knew that like there's gonna be folks on SoundCloud that maybe the, I was counting on, you know, one to ten, maybe one to five people maybe coming across it and just being like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I didn't even know there was like an article or anything like that, you know, which yeah. is crazy. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just like, um, yeah, I was going through it bro, for a long time. It was a combination of things, man, you know, um, bad decisions and that sort of thing and being yeah. around the wrong people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. And it was, um, there was a few songs that you released in different timelines, though. Okay, there was right. For Life, which was, you know, back then, you know, when you were, mm. which was released for Life. And then there was Weird, which is in, um, yes. Weird, which is in Night Volume 2. Now, in these songs, you were yes. talking about commitment, having children, and all that serious right. stuff, you know. Um, 
you don't yeah. care you know let's just go to the office you don't need to have a suit or much things let's just go married and do it you know let's have kids you know and have uh, yeah. babies with our faces also going into by advances photography well great first of all i'd like to ask boy is great because for like two years now i've been looking for that song and it's nowhere to be found like it's nowhere to be found and that's a great song no i, I agree with you man uh hey, the person who uh would best be able to answer that question for you is you know by louisie himself uh-huh. you know because i too have no idea but from my understanding i don't know if it's like a uh what the clearance issue or something oh. like that but um yeah that's all i know i don't know if it's still on soundcloud i, I no, haven't it's, checked it's in a while. yeah oh uh then I, I don't know i'll have to find out from ah, as you, well yeah, so, so like the whole project you know the, the whole project not there like on soundcloud no the, the yeah. whole project is there missing that one song you know ah uh, and that was know. like one of the main songs of the project. Oh, I think I know why, but you'll definitely have to ask him about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. can you at least send me the MP3, you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him if he's got it. He probably does. Yeah, <laughs> cool. no, I'll, I'll check for him. Yeah. yeah. So um, also in that song, when he was talking about it, uh, I think it was maybe the pamphlet of uh, You're Absolutely Right or was an interview i don't know which which one it was we talked about how mm. him how you guys were both in committed long-term relationship you know interracial uh, interracial relationships matter let's not talk about that i want to know are you still in that long-term committed relationship from back then or that was just a long time ago and um did you eventually you know get committed you know to all that get married oh, uh... No, so like you see songs like for life and all that kind of stuff, those are songs gay where it's just like not ne- not necessarily uh you know what it is, the hyperboles of you know, I love you so much that I uh-huh. you know commit to you, that, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But the truth is, bro, man, first of all, I hate kids. Secondly, <laughs> I'll be damned if I ever get married. I don't believe in <laughs> marriage. Yeah, just as a concept yeah but, you know yeah that's just like you know that's just that and then the other thing was um no i'm not in that relationship anymore i'm in a new relationship uh, oh, okay. with the with the money yeah oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. um yeah bro like you know that's life bro it's like you know you mm. get in relationships and then you get out of relationships yeah. And then you eventually find the money and you realize that all along that's what you should have been chasing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. What, yeah. what happened yeah. to the Deezer, your, your part in the Deezer Next series? Because, okay, there was the 17-minute the video and then there was like the separate uh, videos and then you talked and yeah. uh, you discussed everything. Was it just that, you know, just the video? uh was there more to it was the follow-ups to it um what happened with that uh yo um i don't know bro to be honest with you now like huh. what i can tell you is this um the teaser next thing was essentially like um where they see they select an artist and then they like they find something that he 
that'll help your brand. Let's yes. say in my case, with the new, we came to the agreement of doing like these uh, live videos, right? Yeah. Which is fine and everything. It's just that they didn't, as far as they didn't do what um, we were we were hoping they would do in terms of like reach and like yeah. impact and that kind of thing, you know. But uh, yeah, that was essentially what that was supposed to be, you know. Yeah. So I guess on our part, we didn't manage to successfully capitalize on it or maybe they did behind the scenes you know but yeah. that's what i know about that yeah you know uh, you're also um a producer too right you're also a producer uh kimose productions produce a lot you produce a lot of beats also with the betsy roll song you produced it and also tides i think you also mm. produced that one like you produced a lot of the music that you do and also you produce a, yes. for a lot of other people now what would you say is your top five most, your top five favorite songs you've produced that are not yours? Um, that are not mine, no? Yeah. Um, okay, well, hang on, let me just, I'm just checking on my uh, yeah. playlist here on Spotify real quick. So I can give you a precise answer because I do have something on the top of my head, but yeah. uh, I guess Bet It All is definitely in the top three. Yeah. I listened to it recently and I was like, yeah, you know, that's a dope beat. And the thing is with being a producer, right? Like I'm even with, as far as the music that I listen to, like my taste is heavily dictated by the production of a song, uh. you know? So, um, damn, okay. I guess I went to the wrong folder. Let's try here. Basically, uh, da, 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 okay. That, but not by me, no. Uh, yeah. Not for me. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, hang on. I do like Party Next Door, the beat, but that's the latest one. No, no, best beat is Trust and Believe. I did for DJ Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the, okay, that's top two. Then there's a track by, I don't know if you're familiar with Party Next Door, the song, not the artist. Uh, uh, it's with DJ cool. LeMayne and and Shabzi um, Medallion. That's another one that You're I did. You're very working, bro. Yeah, always, bro. Uh, and then This Can't Be Live. That was also like a unique oh, yeah. beat. Uh, Feels uh, by Tattoo Feels. Yeah. You know, shout out Tattoo Feels. Kim and Sabi Productions, bro. It's like, so it's my production house, but it's also like, you know, my label. Okay. That I'm, you know, kind of operating with. So that's where I'm currently signed along with um, Tattoo Fields. Yeah. You know, so there's that. But uh, did I give you, did I give you five? Yeah, I think you gave me uh, about four, about four or five. Uh, then I guess, and oh, and then Find A Way by DJ Radix, oh, which yeah. I featured on. Yeah, so those are my top that I can find at the top of my head. Yeah, some of my favorites because it's also like different genres and like yeah. you know, dope shit. You know, you yeah. just reminded me of this can't be life. I can't believe I forgot that song. Like, yo, that was that was a great song, you know. Yeah. And then no, I appreciate it, man. You also worked on idols. You also worked with idols. Uh, I remember you once produced for contestants for in one of the latest stages. How many times have you worked with idols? Was that the first and only time, or there's been more times? 
and which contestants were uh, worthy? So um, I did that. I did the song for uh, Title, who was also an idols, not yeah. Title Field, but yeah. the idols title, uh, blow by blow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote that and produced it. Uh, the version that you hear though is not like my final version. They, I don't mm. know. They decided to play like drums and other stuff on there, but I mean, it still mm. sounds okay, I guess. Uh, yeah, I did that with them, and yeah, that was that's that's about it. Yeah, idols. Yeah, and then talking about idols and Kimosabi Productions, like, what is your main yeah. source of income? I think everybody would like to know this. Like, the in the teaser next thing you also talked about how it's even musical farming. You know, you know, you talked about oh, that. No, oh, <laughs> oh, that was, but you know what that was. I was like, it's either this shit works out, or you know, um, I'm there in the farm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the alternative. So you know, the plan, the point was not to go back. But I mean, as far as income, bro, hey. And I'm a hustler. That's you know, that's how I get by. And yeah. naturally, with this, when I say I'm a hustler, not like you know the the what Oxford Dictionary version <laughs> that is to say like drugs and shit. Nah, I just yeah. know how to get by. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with this kind of with this, uh, when you're in this game, you need to be able to um, <clears throat> finance the shit because it's a business, right? Mm. Uh, a lot of guys. Uh, me being one of them in my earlier years sort of yeah. like they get caught in that fantasy that you, you're going to be so good or you're so good that you know the money will just find you you know what I'm saying which is true but you're still going to have to you know work for it you know what I'm saying yeah. whether it's like a nine-to-five or whatever like I've never I've never had a job job if yeah. that's what you were trying to ascertain but uh yeah, bro, yo, I'd, I'd be a terrible employee. That much I tell you. I can't imagine myself as an employee. Like, yeah. not that, like I said, you know, if fucking 2021 is so sensitive, niggas can't even say anything. But like, yeah. you know, no, not, not that there's anything wrong with being an employee or anything, but just me personally, I've never had the privilege of yeah. being employed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, I get my money here and there, bro. Yeah, so in the recent years, like you, you kind of changed your sound from being a soul, like heavily influenced soul to more maybe urban um, dance-ish and more urban R&B. Do you, don't you ever feel like maybe you might have ostracized your main core, the core of your fan base by the change of sound? Um... You know what, man? Funny you should mention that. Uh, well, hey, man, music is about evolution, right? And the thing is, whether, you know, whether the music is not necessarily as, um, as the way that you described it, you know, it's still good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's, uh, it's taken, I understand that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the of the urban sort of more R&B sort of uh, approach to it. Huh. And I'll tell it to you like this. Uh, so 
as Kimasabi, I myself am also like a fan of my shit. Like, yeah. if you were to ask me what I listen to, like on a daily, I'm gonna listen to my shit. Like, I, yeah. not because I'm like actively seeking, but it's because I think it's so good that I crave to hear more of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the fan in me, um, you know really is, enjoys the hell out of this new Kimasabi music that's that's coming out because like mm. another thing is bro it's not too far off from like what I'm what I used to do or the old stuff or whatever because like my thing has always been about versatility you know what I'm saying I'm the guy who went and did a rap song there and then you know in my pro- and then the next thing the next project is you know, it's got this kind of track and everything and that's always been my my shit with my music it's never been and it'll never be about one type of sound where it's like oh, okay this nigga's gonna sound <clears throat> like this in the whole project you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. i like variety variety is the spice of life you know what i'm saying and i'm i'm not a niche artist bro you know what i'm saying i okay. i make what i make what i like you know what i'm saying and um I and just I wouldn't even be able to tell you what that old stuff was, bro. Like that they're referring to, or where would I even start? Because it's like I've just evolved like so many times over the years. Because keep in mind, I'm a person who releases music every year. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I'm always gonna have to evolve, and that's why I'm still here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So to those that feel ostracized, like the options are always like, you know, you can rock with the new shit and like let it grow on you because at, at its core, it's still chemo. Yeah. Or like there's artists who specialize in that sound now, you know, who oh. that's their lane and, you know, should check them out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What actually motivates you, you know, to keep going? Because there's been many times, many times it looked like you know, shit was going down. Like, I remember yeah. there was a time where I felt like, you know, Kimo, Kimo might might stop making music because there were times where it felt like that, you know, where you would throw in the towel. And also, like, um, these days, the modern days, like, uh, social media engagement is kind of important for artists, you know, kind of mm. important for artists, you know, uh, retweets, likes, and all that shit. Now, right you don't get that much as, you know, Abu Elaine and all these people get, you know. So what motivates you to keep going besides all of that? Are you aware of that? There's this photo, bro. I don't know, it was during the rounds a couple of years ago of Black Coffee, Zex Bandini and someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know it. In the small, like, container, small apartment. Yeah. Or something else. Yeah, in a, in a hostel, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, bro. Look at Black Coffee now. Look at Zex Bandini and all those guys. Like, yeah. it didn't happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you saw where they were coming from. So that photo, bro. Like, not saying that that's my main motivation, but like, that, something like that to be like, yeah, you remember that? You know, it's like folks don't always know what's happening behind the scenes mm. you know what i'm saying it's like they just see what they see like with you know about about lane and everything y'all just see elaine the shining star you don't know 
how she got that bright you know yeah. and i'm not saying whatever i'm just saying there's different ways like there's ways to succeed you know what i'm saying now myself uh going back to the question thing i could have put my i could have found myself in a similar situation because i had the backing you know and the support yeah. which is essentially all i needed but i didn't have the right attitude at the time because mm-hmm. i mean i was like i didn't trust nobody i'm like these motherfuckers are just like waiting to you know screw me over once they get the opportunity so i was always you know what i'm saying in that sort of space and i reacted um accordingly but um wait am i is it still the vix the uh, is it still the the motivation question yeah oh yeah so yeah bro like uh i mean you know all these that like the, the people in that photo, bro. You ask them all the time. You see them how they're shining now, bro. Black coffee and whoever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's almost like they made it yesterday. That's what it seems like when you see when the success is there. They say my mother always says, like once things you know are proper and you know the season is fine. It's almost like you you become you forget about the the bad times like yeah you forget it even happened or that you even went through that you know what i'm saying so you know i've just been fortunate in the sense that like in what i've been doing during my my grind to when i get to that point because i am gonna get there that's what yeah you deserve it bro out of all people you you really you really no i appreciate it bro so the thing that motivates me is knowing that you know i'm that's my that's my destiny and my final goal you know mm-hmm. and if i stop and if i decide to quit before you know there's that meme with the oh yeah digging, the, the, the for yeah. cold you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah bro like a lot and i've seen a lot of niggas that i came who came up even before at the same time as me you know they didn't continue you know and like i said to each his own you know but i mean yeah. my thing has always been this music thing and one of these days you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah that's what motivates me but that you see that photo in particular whenever whenever like i get a question like that that's what comes into mind the first yeah. thing that it's like the pella in that picture like the homies were so dark like <laughs> you couldn't even they were unrecognizable like uh. as in, things were that bad though to the point where you know that and i know the thing is it was i could relate to that to that feeling because somewhere in the journey i've been at that point where it's like yo you know can't even recognize a nigga to what he is now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like all it just comes down to is bro like um the, the final point i'm gonna make with the, with this question is that um people always say like you know if you want to like do something in your own lane, like really, really start something like, or do something really important, bro. Think, just think yeah. about how long an elephant uh, gestates, the gestation period of an elephant, how long it takes for an elephant to give birth versus uh, a mouse. Yeah. Right. Then look at lifespan. How long is the elephant going to live versus a mouse? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to take longer, but when it eventually does pop off i want a long career bro i want to be like you know on some fucking who can i think of some baby face fucking mm. uh who else man some usher shit you know where i'm just there i'm not going anywhere because before behind the scenes there was like 
you know, there's 10 years plus, maybe, or maybe eight years. Wait, I, officially, I was in, I've been in the industry since 2012. So that's um, about nine years, just close to 10 years, yeah. right? So from that 10 years, right, uh, that I put in, that was just putting in work, developing the sound, learning the industry by myself, mind you, because like, I mean, even the fact that I, I missed yesterday's interview. There was no manager that could have been like, hey, you know, Kimo, I'm the manager. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, bro, I'm working towards something. But, you know, yeah, the, the hard work of building the house and the digging, they don't show that. They just show the front of the house. Look, at yeah. me, you know what I'm saying? But that's what motivates me, bro, knowing that, like, this shit is mine already. It's just yeah. I want I wanted extra spice, I wanted extra sauce. I wanted with extra sauce and extra medium rare, not medium rare. What's the <laughs> one where it's like where it's not your raw? You know, that's how I want my shit, dog. I want it to last, you know. Yeah. yeah. To and, answer your question. And do you also um, believe that maybe you're a victim of the times? You know, back then there wasn't uh, that much focus on R&B and love on it like in these last two years damn bro damn like it's been so many R&B uh, people that have come through the girls have come through mm. even the guys are coming through now you know even I interviewed yeah. some of them yesterday but it's mostly the girls but then like there's been so much attention that's been given you know it's still small but then it's bigger than what it used to be you know you, you know what bro you're a victim of the R- times. No, bro. I believe in, in accountability. Like, first of all, the thing with R&B is that uh, R&B is one of the biggest music genres in the world, mm. right? Like, globally. In Africa, right there with reggae, you know, and yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, reggae being the top one. And then I think hip hop is somewhere there in R&B, but R&B is within those top regions. So it's always going to pop. My thing is, it's just like, yeah, bro, like, let me, okay, let me put it into perspective for you, right? Oh. Um, since we already used Elaine for comparison, let's use her for as comparison, right? So, me? I mean, like uh, Elaine. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's use her for comparison, right? Um, we don't know, we, look, we know only what we know, right? In terms of like, just what, so we can't make assumptions, but what I can tell you is that, you know, the amount of support you have for not just with any business, if you're trying to start like a shirt business or something like that, you're going to sell more shirts and be more visible. If you've got like a whole team of people, even if it's your parents, Oh, if yeah. it's whoever people who just believe in what you can do what you want to do and are willing to you know contribute to that success hmm. no bro not only did i not have support from anyone but i also went against uh people telling me no don't do this music thing find something else you know what i'm saying yeah. But regardless, since I was the only one who was saying, yes, um, I want to do this, while everyone is like, no, you're yeah. not going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It took me longer because now no one is giving me the resources to learn right. that, okay, this is how this works. 
all this shit I have to figure out myself. So kudos to me for um, yeah. what I've managed to figure out on my right. own or what I've managed to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, versus somebody, not even referring directly to Elaine as such, but like just anybody who's like, who's able to be more visible and do more stuff in the industry, whether mm. they don't, they, like they have the, the luxury of being the artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas now I've had to be the artist, the producer, the manager, the label, mm. the graphics design guy, the merch guy, the uh, manager for other artists, mm. the a r uh the road manager when i used to tour uh basically i've had to be all those things because i didn't come to joburg with like an entourage of family members or whatever who are like all right cool dog if you need me to do this i'm gonna do this when i got to joburg you know what i did first thing i did was i set up shop i opened up the studio wherever i was staying so i could feed myself you know at number one Mm -hmm. to survive you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so yeah bro like it, I guess, if anything, I'm a victim of lack of support yeah. from, like, from the jump, you know, because my parents didn't give a fuck about this music shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was the old, and as a result, you know, it was just about, like, going against a lot of things, you know? So what that says, it, it's not all doom and gloom, though, because mm. with everything that I've learned, bro, I've, put, I've equipped myself to not only do shit for myself, but also for other people and other artists, you know, yeah. such as a, a title field, you know, you might not see it just because like I said, you, like you said, social media is all about showing. That's what it is. Right. Mm. But I mean, you wouldn't look, you, I mean, from social media, social media won't tell me, won't tell you that I managed to get um, that title fields who signed to my label yeah. is an artist who's on radio is an artist who has a music video out, yeah. is an artist who was performing before this whole COVID thing, is an yeah. artist who was doing all the, 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 the artist things that, you know, and people were looking at him like, yeah, you know, you're on your way, kid. And yeah. that's, you know, that's from, from the work of somebody who, uh, what can I say, who earned his stripes in the industry. So not to make it a, a thing, but just to tell you that like the reason why I'm not where people think I should be is because uh, it's, it's not even a matter of like, oh, you know, woe is me, whatever. But it's just a matter of, it's a matter of when, bro. It's not a matter yeah. of if, you know, I'm, I guess there's just some kinks and, and um, some kinks and stuff that need to be worked out of the machine. But once the machine is running the way that it's yeah. supposed to, ah, you're going to see you Definitely. know that's that much that much i can tell you yeah yeah and talking about elaine like i want to add to it like i remember sure. uh, the first time i heard about her it was i think it was late 2019 late 2019 mm. i think maybe august or something like that and um my other friend this other friend of mine so she uh was friends or went to high school with elaine's manager this was before you know she she everybody started to know her and stuff like that so she was friends right. with um the manager and there was this you know artist that she's post was this elaine so i decided to check her out and like one of the things about her and you talked about support is that her friends you know friends were always posting her music and the thing is what you're saying about support is is very true because 
you know, True, bro. She, she in had every, that support. In every motion of business. Yeah. yeah. Like she had that So with me, in my, so in my case, I was trying to make is that like, I, I felt, I feel like if anything, I, I was in the worst case scenario, oh. you know, but it's not a, it's not an excuse to say that because I wasn't supported. Now she was taking longer because like on the bright side, you know, I managed to learn like, you know, the ropes, albeit the hard way, you know, yeah. but at least I'm not, you know, I never wanted to, I'd never wanted to find myself like in a situation where, you know, I'm clueless about yeah. the industry that I'm in. You yeah. know, and I guess, you know, the man upstairs just felt like the best way I would learn, especially given like my stubborn nature is in the trenches, you know, in the field. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, like I, I appreciate my struggle. You know what I'm saying? Does, does yeah. your mother support you now? Because in life from the basement, you talked about, you know, your parents were not about that shit, you know, even. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hey man, like, you know what I think it is with my mother? Like, I feel like, so I just feel like she's at this point in time, she's aware, like, okay, I mean, this guy at this stage of the game is <laughs> not gonna go <laughs> looking for a job and, you know, whatever, uh. and like, you know, change, you know, this is who I am. Yeah. And I get it, like from where she's from and her upbringing, it's like, I wouldn't want a son like me, first of yeah. all, especially if I was my mother, you know? But at the same time, with being a mother, bro, remember that's that unconditional love. So you love your kids no matter what they do. And, and for, like, I also understand it's hard to support something that you don't understand. Cause like my mother doesn't know, my, I think she knows that one song, Wolves. Uh, that's the only song that my mother knows uh, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's because like you know East Coast Radio was like bumping it shout out to East Coast Radio for that yeah. but even though it wasn't my song but I digress anyway like with her I feel like uh, yeah bro she she's just glad as long as it makes me happy you know mm-hmm. it's that kind of situation like you know I mean I want to I want two gospel awards last year via Zinzi, you know, and my mother's like into like, you know, gospel and stuff. I told her about it and she was like, oh, you know, like, I don't know how to react, but it's, I would imagine it's a good thing. You know, I was just like, yo, ah, two, not, not two awards in your genre. And that's all you give me. Ah, you're not serious. But anyway, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, I don't feel any ways about it. It's just like, you know, yeah. she's doing what she can with what she's been given in, in the terms of, you know, what I am. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like with Black parents, um, they support when when you make it. <laughs> they support when the you money know, is I, coming in. That's the, that's the, I've, that, that is the common thing. And that's true. But like, you see, in my case, like, you see, my mother's like, hey, man, I could go on and on about my mother. My mother's my best friend right yeah. so i know she would never like you know be on some like you know on some flip shit but with her like i feel like she doesn't know how especially like you know what bro it's because I, it's also not, not like i make it easy you know oh, what i'm yeah. saying for her to be like um oh wow so this is 
this is good right like you know like this is the thing that you know what i'm saying i'm mm. you know just because of also the 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 experiences or the experience i've had in the industry it hasn't necessarily been like a positive one throughout mm. you know like whereas opposed to someone in a different world you know you can bring like certain milestones hey so you know this and that happened mm. and then you guys have like a a sort of a, a middle point to be like oh okay i understand this you know i wouldn't even know where to start with my mom you know Mm. what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying and it's just like and it's okay like that because at least you know at least she's not she's not discouraging it yeah you know and she's doing what she can so you know i appreciate i really appreciate her for what she does yeah and then what do you regret do you have any regrets well in terms of anything actually you know but more yeah, plain, you know what like uh no actually i don't because yeah. everything like i said bro everything's happening to lead me towards my destiny yeah. you know what i'm saying so i can't regret lessons that important lessons you know what i'm saying yeah um yeah bro if anything i have too much to be grateful for to mm. like be regretting any of my experiences or anything you know but that's not to say that there's the asinine shit that you know i have done and that you know i still you know but i, I i've atoned you know for what i mm. what I, I can atone for and that's just life but life is about taking responsibility like i like i mentioned before like because all of this every every single thing like you know has been um you know has been from what can i say choices that ah fuck it whatever we were talking about before <laughs> so yeah, i forgot yeah. I, I i lost track of the yeah i lost track of, of where i was going with that but uh as far as regrets bro no like um yeah as, as cheesy and whatever as it sounds like you know those are the things that really like helped shape me like whether it be the music you know whether it be you know my ability to run kimasabi productions yeah. and you know just all those things it was like that's how i had to learn and and you know earn my my stripes yeah. you know what i'm saying and i'm like for that like i said i'm grateful man i mean shit I'll tell you something else. When you, you know, when you were telling me about like your homie who went in the, you know, uh, called the label and stuff like that. The thing with me is, bro, like I, I live in my own world, right? Mm. You know, I don't know if you've seen like, I guess very similar to Lil Wayne in the way that he's like in his own sort of zone. I totally get it. Yeah. And as a result, like a lot of things slip our radar that would otherwise be on the top of our, other people's radars like i didn't know people i had like fans like that you know yeah. like as into the point where it's like you know for real bro like people surprise me all the time like i remember i i changed the monster of uh i uploaded a different version of days the days ep right yeah and um this uh this uh, i don't even know what the appropriate term is anymore because of 2021 but this uh girl lady whatever uh, this yeah. person on twitter they called me out on it and i'm like yeah. what are you doing listening to my shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's like that bro because we get tricked by like the numbers 
and mm. all those things and it's like you see what blue ticks and all that other nonsense mm. but now you know it's just like that's another thing that i had to wake up to and realize that hey dude there's people who are listening to your shit get mm. your shit together like you know what i'm saying and that's been my mission bro like since um ever since whenever i think literally ever since this whole covid thing started you know yeah. i was like okay it's time to this time you know it's all or nothing if you know things don't work out which at this stage i'm not even you know that's not even a consideration i'm not considering that as a possibility but if things god forbid things don't work out then it's my fault i didn't do enough or i didn't put in the effort that i was supposed to and someone more deserving put in the effort and they got it you know what mm. i'm saying so yeah bro like things like those that like surprised me and i had to get to those realizations from these experiences so that's why i have no I, no i don't have any regrets yeah none i'm glad and I'll plug me with what you're doing right now like what are you doing who are you working with like uh, everything that you do and just say it out what are you going to do next month next of next month next year now you asked at the right time because uh we're getting ready to roll so uh I actually just got the photos back right now we're preparing for uh this new single um yeah. hope i was hoping to drop it second week of this month um yeah. but it, at this point i'm at the mercy of the what you call this thing the dsps oh, so yeah. if not if not second week of this month maybe around about the week of the 20th okay. you know, got some shit dropping and then from there it's just going to be like consistent you know like music man what i'm working on right now is actually uh it's title fields um joint sort of uh situation so yeah so it's we're starting out with like some singles but like we're in studio almost every other week you know putting down tracks you know we've got like plenty in the vault so we're just like choosing the right ones you know taking the pictures for them and then just like you know putting that out but yeah it's gonna be a lot of singles that are coming out uh branching out into some collaborations like yeah um you know with more of like people within within our field you know it's about time yeah you know what i'm saying i've got yeah. some that are already done uh still in the hip-hop world but it's like some other dope shit um yeah yeah shabzi will, will reveal that but i'm really doing yeah. that joint and then for the rest of the time bro like i'm uh shit i'm i'm scoring movies um i'm what else am i doing i'm mixing artists my life's an adventure bro like yeah that's another yeah. thing that i'm grateful for is that it's just that the way that i am um even with social media social media is not my forte uh, oh, as yeah. i'm sure we've already established you know i don't I don't be out there sharing that, you know, that kind of stuff. Now that's not who I am. I'm I'm living in the moment. Sometimes I can't even find my phone. Yeah. But um, you know, if I was on that shit, like for real, for real, like, hey man, you'd be surprised that like, you know, the shit that happens over at Kimo Productions, you know, yeah. it's like it's 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 a different world. Let me yeah. just put it to you like that. But yeah, it's like the main thing, Tata Fields and myself, and then he's also going to be releasing solo 
then I'm pr- I'm probably not gonna directly follow up with so- a solo thing, but I am like A and Ring, so I'm looking for like you know to build the stable, get more artists, get them out. You know what I'm saying? Aye. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm on that too, bro. I, I'm I, I wear many hats. That's another yeah. thing. It's a it's a blessing and a curse. But if I'm good for it, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm packing a you know, an i7 or i9 or whatever yeah. upstairs. But, uh, you know, I've gone to the point where, like, uh, you know, I'm, like, there's a lot, there's a lot that I'm taking on and I'm I'm working on building a team, you know what I'm saying? It's just also, yeah. also trying to let go of, like, my own personal demons. I know I've mentioned earlier, like, with my attitude, bro, get, yeah. trying to get that right, you know what I'm saying? So that I can work properly with people, trust people to, like, you know, okay, you know, get a, a lieutenant there to take care of things so that I can, yeah. you know, lift, you know, some of the weight off my shoulders, you know, but these are things that uh, we work on as, you know, as men and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, bro, that's what I'm working on. So before the end of this month, there's definitely going to be some new music coming out of the Kimisabi Productions camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I've got so, some dope collaborations. Yeah. Also some uh, stuff I can't talk about. But right. yeah, man, it's exciting. You know, it's like, it's really big. So yeah. are you open to maybe being managed or something? Because you talked about, you know, getting the lay, uh, the load off your, off your shoulders a bit. You know what? That's something that I've been, that's kind of been my... Um, sort of what can I say the elephant in the room and a lot of my things mm-hmm. uh, that representation I've always felt like you know um, when yeah man like I've always felt like or rather I've always been told that like that manager even the term manager like to be realistic with you bro like um, how can I put it to you like as far as management right that I can manage, you know, from from what I've seen, like to the point where I'm able to manage, like I said, even other artists and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What I what I've really needed, it goes down to the 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 crux of the matter is like that support. You know what I'm saying? Like even from a ground level, like a manager these days, like your your favorite artist as a manager is probably their best friend or someone that they went to school with who believed oh, in yeah. them, who believes in them more than they do or believes in what they're pushing where even when the artist doesn't believe in it at times which happens as artists right so you know going back to like my situation bro like you know you know what it was it's, it was a combination of you know hating as niggas you know in the wow. sense of like i remember growing up yeah like ever growing up when i was growing up like there was a lot of jealousy dog because i was so fucking awesome you know what i'm yeah. saying like people could no for real like people couldn't stand it made them sick to their stomachs gave them stomach ulcers that yeah. this motherfucker is out here in the streets shooting music videos where have you seen a music vi- what does this nigga know about music what is this nigga a studio like yeah. i was there bro 15 years old i'm there there's a queue of people outside my mother's house ask about me nigga like a queue of people coming to record at my studio right to the point where the school i was going to right they made sports compulsory and um you know that kind of thing ah they even knew that ah suga like 
then let's leave him to go and get his money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, bro, it's it's always it's never been a, a matter of like, um, not being able to to to. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's just that niggas have always hated. So there's never been somebody who's like believed in in me like hundred percent with like genuine with their heart the way that i believe in tattoo feels and any artist that i've ever you know where it's genuine where it's not like yeah out of this you know this person's gonna make me rich or a superstar fuck that you know the problem is the motherfuckers that i surrounded myself with were always about jealousy bro niggas wanted to kill me bro i was a teenager motherfuckers wanted to kill me because i was on fire yeah, they couldn't, they never seen it before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, it was it's something new. that they'd never seen. But the thing is with me, stupid me, Nama was out in the streets all the time, you know? So naturally, oh, yeah. niggas would see me and just disgust. Like, look at this fly ass motherfucker, you know, <laughs> rocking all this shit. Like, this yeah. nigga's making money. He's taking his. He's taking his girlfriends out on dates. I think I introduced the concept of taking a, a, a girl out. Okay, maybe I'm pushing it, but like that's what I used to do. But I was told, like you know, when you, you when you when you're dating someone, you yeah. literally have to take them out on a date. And yeah. I was a young money making nigga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So naturally, that was the way that you, you get what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, it's it's like uh, one the main thing that I need you know is support and unfortunately this isn't something like you know obviously where you can just like you know uh where you created it's it's something that's like you know people either love you or they don't you know mm. what i'm saying and don't get me wrong bro like there's strangers out there and i refer to them as strangers only because i haven't met them much like yourself yeah. who you know feel a way about what i do and appreciate what i do and i really appreciate that you know what i'm saying so there is that i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not too much negating that support you know mm. but like i said from a from a grassroots from a grassroots level bro yeah you know everyone man if i if i was like la bro like and i had like my family like and yeah. my friends if i if i had friends you know pushing like you know pushing sure. me and being like yo this nigga is this sh-, instead of hating on me you mm. know ah bro We'd be having a different conversation, bro. But motherfuckers just wanted to hate on me. That's all they wanted to do. All of them, my so-called friends, well, who happen to also be musicians. First mistake. Yeah. Don't get yourself musician friends. But anyway, because now it's like, you know, everybody sees me as a come up because I'm the dopest motherfucking yeah. vocal engineer and producer. You know, it's like, yo, this guy is going to get us out of our shitty lives and into like the spotlight. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? It's just King Wasabi Productions that I'm rocking with now and forever, yeah. man. You know, shout out to my nigga Tato Fields is coming in hot. You know, yeah. like there's a let me tell you something about Tato Fields, bro. A lot of people wonder, like, what is uh, like why this guy? But you know what it is? I've been wanting to say this. It's like in life sometimes, especially in what I was going through, right? Yeah. Um, during lockdown, he was at my crib. We we're just recording just willy nilly. Uh, so now when he was there, like we ended up getting trapped there at my place, so to speak, my old place during mm. the lockdown. During that time, bro, like, you know, this guy was like just, you know, getting me out of bed, so to speak, you know, like yeah. when there's times where I'm like, fuck this music shit, I'm, I'm going to sit in bed and watch the series, right? Like, I don't feel like pushing, you know, he'd be like, 
wear my toe like you know what i'm saying just like yeah. it's like yo get up man like you know i know i know this isn't you you've got the power bro like i'm putting myself um now it's not just you now it's us you know yeah. what i'm saying and that's what i needed from the jump bro you know and that's the kind of you see it comes like that it's not something that i actively sought you know what i'm saying yeah but it it came in that form so just from that just from that one extra person you know we've managed to you've seen that we've managed to do like make a little bit of noise nya and you know yeah. from you know from the ground starting from ah uh, you know but there's that little thing of just that support bro and it's a problem it's not just a problem that i've experienced but it's a problem with black people man yeah, that thing of fucking hating on a nigga like yes i hate that shit like why can't you just help somebody fucking make it then you can all be like is it so painful to see somebody else being success like i don't know what it is do we have like as niggas do we have like a pain receptor in our fucking assholes yeah. or something like that where when you see somebody that's doing good who looks like you so you'd rather see somebody who doesn't look like you not making it a race thing 2021 because you know how shit is in this motherfucker but you'd rather see somebody who doesn't look like you and be like yo ah you see that ah, what thing what thing yeah. what thing but then when it's your own people fuck that you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. also what i want to achieve with kimasabi productions bro i want to get you know talented black kids and you know give them the support that i never got you know what yeah. i'm saying and then show the world what happens this is what happens when you stop being fucking assholes and you just you know you push another person you know yeah. I don't know this nigga from a bar of soap in the sense I've only known Tato like well before that we started working together I'd known him for like 4 years or something like that and yeah. I'd see him once in a blue moon right you know but we out here we like with like this because we now we've got a career that we're pushing you know what I'm yeah. saying because we're supporting each other you, you know what I'm saying <clears throat> in whatever way possible and um yeah bro like it, no one needs a manager nobody needs like you just need people who want you to win that collective energy of of wanting you know success that's why you get at the award shows you know a nigga going there and thanking 50 different people because yeah. he knows without those people one man uh you wouldn't even be in that building yeah you know what i'm saying bro so yeah i'm in a difficult situation because you know it's that kimasabi lone ranger shit but um it's also cuz like i never you know made any good friends so i've had to start from scratch that's all it is just a temporary setback but you'll see man you'll see a nigga pulling up 10 deep with the pasha <laughs> i don't even know what the squad is going to be looking like but you yeah. yeah you'll just know yeah, yeah. man that's well, what it is um, though this is a very insightful interview Uh I actually never thought this is uh, this would ever happen or even meet you so like I'm actually very glad I finally got Oh uh, we have we haven't even met bro this is like <laughs> like I said this is like you know they'll come in time you know Yeah they will and, you know, yeah we'll, we'll link up and you know proper meeting but I yeah. enjoyed this bro it was it was cathartic for me as well like I never get the opportunity to to speak you know what I'm saying and like speak my truth you know and so yeah. like so candidly you know what i'm saying usually the yeah. only thing that speaks is you know the work and that yeah. kind of thing like a lot of people don't won't even tell you i got awards what who <laughs> little kimasabi you know 
Whereas, mm. you know, people would be looking at it like, oh, you know, who's this guy? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's the problem with the with the 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 entertainment industry and just the media industry, or in fact, just <clears throat> just what the media has done as a whole. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's just like it's distorted everything, bro. But like, here's the thing, like when you're doing something and when you're working on something delicate and like proper, mm. do you really want people to see it so that they can put their negative energy on it and then make your shit not work out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in the, bro, just trust and believe that like, I'm not, I'm glad Instagram because like, I'm working on this thing. I'm, I'm busy, dog. Like I'm, I'm working on something like, on something bigger than Instagram, bigger yeah. than social media. You know, and like I said, bro, going again, I must reiterate that since you asked that question, like I regret nothing because if it wasn't for all that shit, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, Kimasabi, though. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, no, I appreciate the, I appreciate the opportunity, like I said, to have my, have my say. Story. Yeah, thank you so much, yeah. man. Well, this is, no, um, lot, I'm bro. honored too. You know, you you are able to 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 join this uh, <laughs> the House of Souls. So thank you so much. Um, so this is. No, keep um, doing what you're doing, bro. Thank you, bro. So this is the yeah. okay. I'm even confused right now. I think it's the eighth or the ninth episode. I've been doing so much. This is seventh or eighth or ninth episode of the Breakdown Legends Corner Gold Corner with Kimo Said. It's true, Eamon, and we out.